and welcome to Time to Hire from the RPOA. Whether you're a seasoned talent acquisition professional or just starting in the field, Time to Hire provides an invaluable platform to expand your knowledge, learn from industry leaders, and stay up to date with the rapidly changing world of recruitment. I'm Lamis Aburama. In this episode, I'm delighted to welcome two new guests to the program, Anne Warren, Vice President of Public Relations, and Christine Van Timmeren, Director of Content. Anne and Christine are with Clear Edge Marketing, a leading marketing agency in the staffing and recruiting industry, and an RBOA Gold member since 2020. Anne and Christine explain how PR can accelerate and amplify marketing and recruitment efforts for RBO providers and their clients. I'm looking forward to their insights. Without any further ado, I'd like to pass it to Anne and Christine to introduce themselves and lead the conversation. Wonderful. Thank you for that welcome and that intro, Lamise. We are so grateful for your partnership and for this incredible RPOA community. And it is a pleasure to be here. And thank you to everyone who is joining us today. We're so glad you're here. We hope you come out of this presentation knowing a little bit more about PR and how you can potentially incorporate it into your marketing. Here we go. Anne and I are both PR and content experts at ClearEdge Marketing, and I'll tell you a bit more about ClearEdge in a moment, but first we're going to start by introducing ourselves. So as Lamise said, I am Christine Ben-Timmeren. I am the Director of Content at ClearEdge Marketing. So I oversee a team of public relations and content experts, and together we develop and then execute public relations and content strategies on behalf of our clients. I have about five years of marketing and PR experience. But before that, I spent the first 10 years of my career as a TV news anchor and reporter. So I was on the other side of PR, which gave me a pretty unique perspective. Uh, and Anne, I'll toss it over to you. Great, thank you. I'm Anne Warren, Vice President of Public Relations here at ClearEdge. I've worked in PR for 20 years uh, with a heavy focus on media relations and messaging. My work includes um, building and executing comprehensive PR strategies, and that typically involves message development, working with the media to secure press coverage, writing content to be marketed or published, and leveraging PR for sales enablement. So I'm really looking forward to the conversation today. Christine, back to you. Sounds good. That's Anne. Oops, back it up. There we go. All right. Before we dive in, a little bit about ClearEdge. ClearEdge is, in case you don't know, is an organization dedicated to transforming the business of talent through our marketing, recruiting, and career empowerment services. So at ClearEdge Marketing, we do that by providing strategic marketing solutions and teams. And then our executive search function called ClearEdge Recruiting fills cornerstone marketing leadership roles like CMOs and SVPs of marketing using our years of experience in the talent agency combined with our marketing connections. And then finally, ClearEdge Rising is a program focused on accelerating career growth for women leaders in the talent and HR tech space. All right, let's get to what you came here for. You came here to learn about public relations. 
So to start, research finds that companies that engage in public relations are 89% more likely to be perceived as a high quality brand. I'd say that's pretty huge. So let's talk about what exactly public relations is from a super high level perspective. Public relations or PR is the creation and maintenance of an organization's public image. So it's not only about how people view your organization, it's about creating those connections between your organization and then various audiences. Now, this list you see is not an exhaustive list of PR tactics by any means, but generally speaking, these tactics fall into the public relations category. So in some cases, it's about capitalizing on a moment, be it an event, a crisis, a product launch, a speaking engagement. In other cases, it's finding ways to be proactive and stay relevant in the marketplace by doing things like securing reporter written articles, podcast interviews, TV interviews, bylined articles. And what else am I missing here? Um, well, it's really about relationship building as well. So engaging with reporters over time, building strong relationships with analysts and different influencers in your space, and really nurturing those relationships. Um, and building those relationships takes thoughtfulness, it takes patience, it takes time, and definitely an intentional effort. So in case you're still not convinced PR is a worthy marketing tactic, take it from Bill Gates. He said if he was down to his last dollar, he would spend it on public relations. And that's a pretty strong testimonial. So what makes PR so valuable to Bill Gates and to so many others? So we've boiled it down to these six benefits you see here. So starting with building credibility and awareness, whether it's media coverage or a speaking event or a podcast, um, it's helping inform others and then create awareness about your organization. So when media covers you in a favorable light, for example, that will build credibility. That third party validation is really powerful. Um, for supporting new business, when your CEO is quoted in a publication or your company wins an award, this can be used in your new business efforts. So showcasing those wins is really important in talking with prospects. The last item on the top row here um, is improving market positioning. So you want your audience to view you in a certain way, right? So media coverage and speaking opportunities, press releases, awards, influencers, and analysts are talking about you. All of those elements are really working together to build that image and then improve your influence in the market. It strengthens loyalty. So the stronger your brand and the more engaging your brand, the more loyal your customers will be to you. And it also really helps with recruiting. So candidates that are looking for new career opportunities are Googling any company they apply for. Uh, if they find media mentions in trending articles, if they see you've won multiple awards, if they see you're putting out news via press releases, this is all going to come together and paint a picture of a relevant, active, and strong company. So really important for recruitment. And then finally, here we have supporting investor relations. So for any of you on the webinar now who are public companies, PR has an entirely additional layer here. And that strong company image and messaging to investors is going to drive valuation. And so for those of you who have engaged in public relations before, you've probably encountered this issue. 
how do you measure its impact? And it is true that measurement is challenging. The phone doesn't just start automatically ringing off the hook after an article publishes. And we honestly cannot tell you most of the time how many people actually read a particular article. But here's what we can measure and what we can see. So maybe you see a boost in your website traffic via your Google Analytics after a press release goes out. And then maybe you see another boost in traffic after an interview airs. And then over time, the number of people coming to your website each month increases and you can track that. You can also track your share of voice with competitors. So your presence in the media compared to how often your competitors are in the media. And again, over time, your share of voice, your share of that pie can get larger. And then maybe you also have some strategic keywords that your company wants to own on Google search. And so by leveraging those keywords in your media placements, eventually when people go to Google, they put in those keywords, your placements might show up on page one of those Google search results. But there are also more qualitative indicators as well, right, Anne? Absolutely. So it's important to get feedback from your prospects, your clients, and your partners. It could be that a key target is seeing the placement that you shared on LinkedIn, and they might leave a comment. Or it could be that your sales calls are now warmer because the prospects say that they've read your recent placement where your company was quoted. So they've heard of you before that call. Um, it could be that when a prospect Googles your company's name, they're impressed that not only does your website show up, but so do a whole host of media placements and other strategic press releases. Again, you don't want to be the only one talking about you and your company. So you want the person reading about you to see that third-party validation. Um, and we love stories like this one. We recently had a client get asked to speak at an event because of a media placement that that, that event leader had read. So our client was asked to be the keynote for a leadership summit for, uh, and that summit was director level leaders and above. Uh, the speaking topic was world of work trends and their implications on employee engagement. So that was a great opportunity to get in front of a high level audience. Um, and another point I'd like to note is that many times coverage begets coverage. So we've had clients get more inbound media requests because those reporters come across their names and other media placements that they see and read online. And you know they're viewing them as thought leaders. So they come back to them and then we receive inbound requests to be quoted in future articles. Um, and here's one more real life example of the power of a placement. So we have a recruitment client who um, was publishing a yearly survey report on women in tech. And it looked at the state of women in their tech careers. It analyzed the progress and the advancements as well as the challenges um, that women were facing in technology careers. So we had connected with the Wall Street Journal about the survey findings. We positioned our client as thought leaders and subject matter experts in this area. And then one of the reporters was actually doing a story about women in tech with a focus on highlighting the company Sephora. Um, they were highlighting Sephora as a company who was actually successful at hiring and retaining women in technology. So she interviewed our client for the story, uh, and our spokesperson was one of several sources that were quoted. So the article itself was a major win, but what we do with the placements is absolutely critical. And that's what really brings this value of media placements to an entirely new level. So we promoted it heavily on social media. 
we put together a plan to promote it. And this is multiple times. You don't just have to promote it once on each platform. You find different ways to promote it um, over the course of days, weeks, even a few months later. Uh, the article, which was actually published a few years ago, it still comes up in search results. So we're still getting brand recognition from it. And it resulted in new relationships for our client. <clears throat> the woman quoted actually received a couple of LinkedIn connection requests. And one in particular she shared, she was really excited about because the person had read the article, then reached out to connect on LinkedIn and then wanted to meet up for coffee to talk about a potential partnership. So media coverage and the other PR elements that we've mentioned, they really have the potential to impact your business in multiple ways. All right, so what does PR actually look like for you as an RPO? And Christine and I really wanted to give some tangible examples for you. So one thing we wanted to share was you could brainstorm thought leadership articles about recruiting and talent acquisition trends and pitch them to trade publications. So you likely wanna be known for probably some of the following topics, understanding the labor market, the latest hiring trends, what hiring demand looks like in the current economy, how to scale a workforce up and down. These are just some examples that probably resonate with you all. So let's say you're wanting to target companies in the pharmaceutical industry as potential buyers. You would take a look at what you're seeing in terms of the talent market in this space, what's interesting, think about what's unique and what's surprising to you. And then you formulate those thoughts into a story idea and you would reach out to those publications, again, using the pharma, uh, industry as an example, you'd reach out to publications such as Pharmaceutical Executive or Outsource Pharma, and you suggest those ideas as story topics. So that's an idea that specifically targets potential buyers. And then this next idea is more about general brand awareness. So you can also pitch a story idea to a reporter at um, an, a business publication, and they might include some quotes from you. So in keeping with the same industry example, let's say you would find a reporter at a Wall Street Journal or a business insider who covers pharma, then you would suggest a new angle for them and then you offer your company as one of the sources. So now this is a broader business story example, but then you could take that placement and use it in your new business efforts as we kind of mentioned earlier ways to do that. So you can use it as a touch point with a prospect or include it in a sales tech. And then how, that's how you get it hyper-focused on your potential target. So looking at some ideas outside of media coverage, let's talk about awards. You could apply to industry awards, like the ones offered by RPOA. Uh, Clearly Rated has the Best of RPO Award. Um, there are plenty of best places to work. The Inc. 5000, there are lots of industry awards that you can apply for both as a company and then also as individual leaders within your organization. Christine, what else? You yeah. could use PR to bolster your marketing campaign. So say you have a big workforce trends report or workforce predictions report that's coming out. You can pitch the report and some of its key findings to reporters. And or you could distribute a press release about the findings in your report. Another thing you could do is coordinate um, product launches or other announcements to coincide with an event or conference to so say you're attending some event associated with the RPOA or staffing world or an SIA event, whatever it may be, 
you could say we're going to do a big announcement ahead of that and then talk about it more at the event to, again, like I said, generate that increased excitement and awareness. Um, we've talked about press releases a little bit, but not everything is press release worthy. I'm sure you all know that. Things like maybe a C-suite promotion, a new product or a new service, maybe those are good opportunities for a press release. You could also use a press release to highlight sort of more broadly your overall company successes and future plans. You could do this sometimes as an end of year wrap up, or you could distribute it in January, say for instance, to kick off the new year. You have some new initiative and you wanna promote that. And then finally, journalists love data. Write this stat down. When asked what content or information they want from PR pros, 68% of journalists say they want data in the form of original research, trends data, market data. And then when asked what PR pros can do to make their jobs easier, again, 66% of journalists say to provide data and expert sources. So whether you're mining your own internal data for insights or you're conducting an outside survey to gather data, it really is a great strategy for securing media coverage. All right, so we talked about what you can do with your own PR, but believe it or not, your client's PR efforts can help you too. You can use your client's awards and placements and mentions in your recruiting efforts. So let me explain. Say for example, your client's company receives an award for best place to work. You can share that with the candidates that are applying for jobs at that company and it helps you position your client's company as a place that that candidate would want to work for. So it lends credibility to the company. Even if an individual in your client's company receives an award, it can show candidates that, hey, this company cares about its people, it cares about their careers, and they care about highlighting that in a very public way. Right. And if your client has a media placement, an interview, or sends out a press release, you can share that with candidates too. Um, you can share it with those interviewing for a position with that company or those just considering working for that particular company. It's also a great reason to reconnect with candidates. So you might wanna reach out, but maybe there's no update on the role that they're interviewing for. You can still connect and share that client's media placement with them as a touch point. So it makes your client look good and it's just an opportunity to check in with those candidates. In addition to sharing media placements, you can tell candidates when someone from your client's company uh, speaks at industry events too. Again, that's gonna show your client, uh, your candidate that your client's active in their industry and that they have leaders who are sought after innovators and speakers. So there are lots of ways to be creative with how to use PR to connect with your various audiences. And by being thoughtful and intentional, PR can really elevate your brand, support recruiting top talent and help you capture more market share. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Time to Hire podcast from the Recruitment Process Outsourcing Association. Give us a review wherever you listen to the podcast and always stay connected, stay engaged, and stay informed of what's happening in the talent and recruiting world by tuning into the RPOA, the place to go for RPOs.